Let's do an awkward intro. <gasps> mm. That tastes good. How good does it taste? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so, uh, good. so good. It'll make me happy. So good. So free. So right. How's everyone doing this evening? Not too bad. <sighs> Feeling good. I'm good. Yeah. You. How are you? I'm fine. A lot of work in today. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of work in this week, actually. Mm. So there's something that's causing the uh, uptick in packages? or Couldn't tell you. Just kind of a tax heavy season, week. Maybe? People getting their tax money back? It, it must be the tail end of it. Because when it was, when it was the mid, like the, the heart of tax season, we were, we were just <laughs> maybe not even heavier days, but a lot of like big stuff, bed frames yeah. and shit coming through. Like it was wild. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm. Yeah. I had a chill day today because I took the day off for my son's birthday. We went to the petting zoo, played with mm-hmm. some with some uh, goats, and some donkeys. And I was like, my sister-in-law was there. I was like, every time I see a donkey now, I think of Banshee's of Inner Sharon. It's like <laughs> nice. ingrained. But yeah, I can't so watch cool. that movie again. It's so good. It is. I just don't know if uh-huh. I want to be depressed again. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so Star Wars was a so, thing. So Star I Wars. guess so I guess it's Revenge of the Cinco today. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh and uh a whole, a whole lot of uh Star Wars stuff came out yesterday. That's cool. I haven't seen any of it yet, so I'll ask you how it was. Well, I will say I absolutely think if your kids are interested, you should watch Young Jedi Adventures with them. Okay. There's there's seven episodes of it right now. And it is adorable, and it is fun, and I love it. So let me ask you this: If his kids aren't interested, then he should. Should you it. objectively say that you should still watch? The- I, I would. I would personally watch it by myself, but I really love programming for very young children. Yeah. Well, you know, my youngest um, is—he's like big into playing Star Wars Battlefront, so I think he would go to it. Probably it's a lot of fun and it's it's silly and it's a good time and good. it's got good life lessons. It's it's actually pretty smart writing for like pre what I assume is like preschoolish programming. Nice. When is the um, like time period as far as? Uh, okay, so uh, <laughs> actually went into this. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna be on uh, leveling up a Benjamin Bank saying this exact same thing. This. Um, this series takes place, uh, I believe it was like 232 ABY, BBY. Okay. Why, why are you crossing your fingers and being quiet? You're muted. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, God damn it. <laughs> um, I was crossing my fingers going, please be prequel, please be prequel, perfect ending, perfect ending. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the joke that everybody else is going with. I'm sorry. Is it, it really? Was, ah, yeah, yeah. It takes place uh, at 232 BBY, which uh, for the uninitiated Star Wars fans is before Battle of Yavin, which okay, is okay. which is uh, the Battle of Yavin, of course, is the tr- the Death Star Trench run from the first Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. So all Star Wars timeline is determined by what is episode four, New Hope. Uh, so... This takes place 232 BBY, which takes place in the High Republic era, which stretches from about 500 to 100 BBY and okay. is considered like the height of the Jedi Order. Ah, 
Um, and uh, so Yoda, Yoda, uh, Owen decided he was going to calculate exactly how old Yoda was in this show. He's apparently 664. Okay. Nice. nice. If you go by the fact that when he dies in Return of the Jedi, which takes place for BBY or for ABY. Yep. Going the other way now. Mm-hmm. Uh, would he says he's 900 in that film? So Owen yeah. took 232 off of 236 off of uh, off nice. of Return of the Jedi and came up with 664. Nice. nice. All right. He, he nice. had to know. He had to know. <laughs> Which means in two more seasons he'll be 666. Yes. The Jedi of the Beast. <laughs> Hopefully that's the Zillow Beast. Yes. <laughs> Cool. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's great. And the season two of Visions doesn't have a single bad episode, and I highly recommend it to everybody. Okay. The, and, and Visions is like the Animatrix version, uh, or the, the Star yeah. Wars version of Animatrix. Yes. <laughs> so so the first season was pretty much, I, I believe, was specifically Japanese Visions. So they all of it was anime. This season, they've gone more international. So, Cartoon Saloon has done one. Ardman has done one. Uh, Punk Robot has done one. There, there are nine different animation studios doing nine different versions of Star Wars from all over the globe. It's so cool. Every single one of them is incredible. Do they yeah. do they consider each of those things canon? Like, uh, I do not believe these are canon. Okay, but if they are better like they're so good yeah yeah that's super interesting yeah because i very much would enjoy the fact that parasol lightsabers being canon would yes just, just be awesome <laughs> yes that that first season is so much fun um but yeah this one i'll say some some episodes are better than others but no episodes are below an a minus they're all incredible very nice all right well go star wars Go Star Wars. All Star Wars yeah. is good Star Wars. All Star Wars is good Star Wars. Mm. Uh, you guys want to talk about some movies? Yeah, let's talk about some movies. You beautiful people out there in podcast land. My name is Paul Orkman. I'm Jonathan Pierce. And I'm Zach McCoy. And we are your Oscar Grouches. Welcome back to the Oscar Wars Podcast. Sure, we discuss Oscar winners throughout history. Try to determine where the Academy went wrong, if they went wrong. What film are we watching this week, Zach? Well, we're actually looking back on the last 23 weeks and identifying the best and worst of the best animated feature winners. Oh, how exciting for us. Recapulation. I like Re- a good recap. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I no don't really. Episodes, though. Yeah. <laughs> I like a good bottle episode. Mm. Fly is probably one of my favorite episodes of Breaking Bad. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so I don't really have like an idea or form to how we're doing this today. So. Well, pull out your letterbox, boys, because we're going to do what we usually do. Let's break down our top fives and worst fives. All right. Yeah. 
whip out that letterbox. Well, let's let's end on the positive note. So we'll start with the worst. Absolutely. Okay. So we got 22 movies that we watched. That is correct. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. All yes. right. Well, let's do this uh, round robin here. And Zach, you want to give us your bottom number five? My bottom number five. So this is funny looking at this because I will say, you know, more so than <clears throat> best picture, there weren't really any horrible movies, at least, you know, ob- objectively as well as far as they're made. Um, so my number five worst is Shrek, even though it's a four star movie. Um, just because there's so many other good ones. So that's that's what I got at my bottom five. Shrek. All right. Yeah, my uh my number five is I think the last of my good movies for me. And I that, that's my soul. Okay. Uh, I put soul as it's a good movie. I think four was probably about where I would put it. I didn't rank any of these because I'm not that guy, apparently. Mm. Right. <laughs> but uh yeah, I, 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 it, it's not the worst. Uh, it's kind of sad, I think, just because this is a, if this was a much larger list, it definitely would not be on like my lesser twenty percent. But yeah, 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 I, I got that at sixteen, so I, I agree with you. I think that would be much higher for me if I mean it would probably end up more in the middle of the pack if we had a bigger category. Yeah, right. absolutely. So, Paul, what do you got at your bottom number five? Uh, all right. So my bottom number five is Toy Story three. Uh, I'm, I'm not, I, I have one more to go before I end what I consider my good movies. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with Toy Story three, you know, like, again, I, I think this is a good movie. I don't think there's a bad movie in the Toy Story franchise. It's just my least favorite of the four. Uh, and I, uh, again, I, I just got, I got to reiterate, I think it would be still like middle of the pack if if we had a bigger category but when we have 22 films and i think well they didn't get it right all the time they at least uh, they at least had good films in the category right for the most for part the mo- for the most part like every, every year there's like or maybe every other year there's like one that i just wouldn't have put in the category at all and i don't yeah. i don't think toy story 3 is one of those yeah all right well, Zach, what's your uh, bottom number four? Bottom number four is Rango. Again, a, a movie that I think was interesting, and I liked what they tried to do. Didn't, didn't necessarily love it, but still, that was another four-star movie for me. So, Rango, but now we're starting to kind of slide down a little bit. <laughs> what do you got? Your number four, Jonathan. Uh, Rango. Uh, Rango is another one I think I enjoyed more than the two of you did, but... uh. But yeah, I mean, definitely, it, it, again, with a bigger list, it would probably be on that lower end still, but certainly not as low as, you know, number four. So, yeah. Uh, Paul? Uh, I'm I'm one below Zach on his number five, and I got Shrek there at my number four. Mm-hmm. Again, I think this is a great, like, a really good movie. I think it's still solidly made. I think it's still fun to watch. Uh, I think my biggest problem with it these days is two is just a much better film. Yeah. Uh, and if two would have won this category, which we'll discuss why I'm okay that it didn't, uh, it, it would probably be up in my, 
my top 10 at least, but uh, I like Shrek. I'm kind of sad that it's so low, but again, it, it, this is, this is where, this is where my good movies end. Mm. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. I just got to say it one last time. I, I wish Shrek was much higher, but the category is too small. I, I think it's really funny that I think I liked Shrek less than you guys did, uh, but it's my number six bottom. So I had a higher <laughs> rank than the two of you. <laughs> so find that interesting. Zach, what is your bottom number three? Zootopia, which, uh, you know, we talked about it at length on the episode. It was one that I really liked the first time I saw it, but each time I watch it, it has diminishing returns. There's still characters and moments I like, but the writers got too cute, thought they were too smart, ended up like circling around too far and almost making themselves look racist again. So Zootopia, number three, Jonathan. My number three is Happy Feet, where we are getting into the movies that I did not enjoy. I will say, uh, after this time, Paul got me to enjoy it more. Um, and I and I did enjoy it more, but still, I, I just I don't like that movie. I find it to be preacher than others. I have it up at number fifteen. Nice, mm-hmm. nice, uh, Paul. What's your bottom number three though? Uh, that is up. Oh, uh, and up, I think is an okay movie. I think it is absolutely the weakest from that year. You could have given it to any of the other four movies in the category. And any of those movies would probably be up in my top 10. Uh, but yeah, they didn't, they gave it to up and ups fine. And, uh, after what we said, like the first 20 or something, 20 or so minutes, it just devolves into nonsense and stops being fun. And it, it is a waste of Christopher Plummer. Yeah. Yep. All right. Zach, what's your bottom number two? My bottom number two, I feel like I'm an outlier here because it's Frozen. I just I don't like Frozen. I, uh, <laughs> I got it at 17. Mm. It's just, it just doesn't do it for me. So Yeah, Sorry, that's my bro. number nine. There you but go. I also got a little girl that has been nonstop singing Let It Go, and it's adorable every time she does it. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, yeah, admittedly, but, <laughs> but it's also balanced by the fact that I hate Adele Dazeem. I don't think she's as good as people seem to think she is. <laughs> I don't understand the infatuation with it. And I think when yeah. she belts, it's kind of scratchy and annoying. You know, I was, I, I ended up watching for some stupid reason. And I knew it was a bad idea when I started <laughs> it. I ended up watching this 25 minute video of somebody's like top 100 musical numbers in musicals fucking mm. defying gravity is probably number one it wasn't number one which i was shocked about i can't remember what number one was it was something that i wasn't expecting and i think it might have been from les mis which of course is a whole different the conversation f- fucking mm. course it is um but yeah uh half half of the the list was nothing but Hamilton and Wicked. So yeah, you, yeah, you're not far off. So I was like, okay, so Recency we're dealing bias. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. so we're dealing with a, a white woman in her late 30s or late <laughs> 20s. So there you go. Um, but there is because of Wicked and Rent because they put a uh, Take Me or Leave Me from Rent on there as well. There's just too much Adele Zim, and I agree with you. She's bad. Yeah. 
Like, I'm not going to take away the fact that she, I mean, she has a voice. Sure. I just don't get the infatuation. And I don't either. She must, she must have a good, uh, she must have a good quote. Sure. She has, and she has name recognition. So people want her in their musical because she's going to sell tickets. All right. Well, what is your bottom number two, Zach, now that you put something in your mouth? Oh, uh, didn't I just he say frozen? Yeah, he frozen. said frozen. Oh, well, so, oh, so it's my turn. That's right. <laughs> okay, so what's my bottom number two? Uh, mine is up. I'm with Paul. 24 minutes was where I think I found the exact moment where the movie could have ended. Mm. Uh, add an additional minute with it ending with him on the cliff. And that would have been a beautiful Pixar short. Yep. <laughs> Probably the, the best Pixar short. Put a balloon up next to his head and then like shoot through the balloon into his head and fall off the cliff. Yeah. Sure. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that got dark, but I like yeah. it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that is, like I said, I mean, for what is it, a two hour movie or even if it's an hour and a half, 24 minutes of good and the rest just don't fucking care at all. Yeah. Like I said on the episode, they get me back again with the scrapbook scene, but it. Again, but that, another, another film yeah. that's had diminished returns for me. Yeah, that, I mean the scrapbook scenes just uh, rehashing the first bit. So I mean, it's, yeah. yeah. So Paul, what's your uh, what's your number twenty one? Uh, my number twenty one is Rango, a movie that, of course, I said I feel nothing about. I think it's I think it's beautiful. I think there's a lot of great uh, voice work going on in this film. I think it's weird and ugly and i wish that the story drew anything out of me because just sitting there going okay yeah i've seen chinatown okay i've seen i've seen the man with no name trilogy okay okay we can we can do something else now <laughs> it just yeah it, yeah it just made me feel nothing but at least i can admire the craft i think there's plenty of craft yeah all right well let's get into our namesake here and let's find out the Oscar worstie for everybody. Zach, what was your bottom movie? My bottom movie, and it held strong, was Happy Feet. I just don't like the film. I don't like jukebox musicals. I don't like much of the songs that are in the film. It's got problematic elements. It's too long. I do like the ending, but it, it just held on to that bottom spot. It, I still give it three stars. Three stars. Disrespect. <laughs> but... Yeah, happy feet. It held on. Yeah. You know, I really thought that uh, I was going to be with you for the longest time until I rewatched it. Um, but then rewatched up and realized that that movie's just not good after 24 minutes. Um, and then Paul went and Emil Zoled uh, Zootopia <laughs> for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might as well go at it together because that's my number. That's my bottom. That's yep. <laughs> It is. I'm sure that shocks everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking problematic and a half. Um, Yeah, it's it's just not good. Yeah, it's bad and racist. And um, the fact that it exists is kind of embarrassing. Mm -hmm. The fact that it won this award is absolutely embarrassing. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Because what was it up against? Uh, off the top of my head, I can't remember. So someone's going to flip back my that. pages here real quick. 2017. 2017. Academy yeah. Awards. It had uh, Red Turtle, Kubo, and Two Strings, My Life as a Zucchini, and Moana. 
god yeah like many better films i i'm I'm even torn between kubo and moana i think i even said moana i I gave it that time i was like yep no way it should have won no just ridickleback ridickleback red dickleback (laughs) all right red back turtle like yeah um so we've all got zootopia in our bottom three i mean I think that makes Zootopia average out as the worst, probably. Yeah, yeah I'd probably. say so. And then uh, I think Rango. Yeah, I don't have yeah. up in here, but you two have up pretty low, yeah, so, so it's probably uh, Zootopia, Rango, and up are our bottom consensus three. Yeah, I'd say yeah. that's pretty close. Close to it, and then I guess number four by uh, by default would probably be Shrek, since both you and I had that in there. Yeah. And and Jonathan, you said you had it the six. Yeah, I had it at number six. Yep. So okay. your uh your happy feet being as low as it was, Paul's having it up high <laughs> yeah. kind of balanced those two out. Yeah. Yeah. So that probably probably ends up at number five, five or six. Yeah. Yeah. So well. I certainly didn't expect going into this that Zootopia would be the worst, but I'm not mad at it yeah. after after this watch. Well, I mean, I'm mad at the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It is. Uh, and I feel like I, I gave it two stars. I feel like that might still be too high. This this is probably the uh, the green book of animated films. There you go. Wow. That's, yeah. I, I, I could agree with that. It's got quite a lot of uh, writing in cars as well. So, yeah. I mean, when, when you think about this movie, that's supposed to be this big anti-racist statement, but is so clumsily put together mm-hmm. that that it just becomes racist right yeah (laughs) yeah all right well i guess now we can jump into our uh top five top five and on a positive note i know that's a little out of character for us but uh it's quite okay (laughs) Mm -hmm. all right so uh zach what was your number five my number five and all of these are five star movies We'll start with The Incredibles. It's what it's called. I'm, great, I'm a, great, great movie. I'm going to piggyback on your number five, sir. Okay. Because that's my number five. Nice. Yeah. Great film. It is. It's uh, one I was expecting to stay much higher, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm also happy that it's not because mm-hmm. I was reminded of films that I had seen before. So, yeah. yeah I, uh, perfect, perfect cast, perfect film perfect balance of smart and commentary and humor without and, uh, stepping on itself and a thick mommy. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I posted that meme. It's um, booty unforgettable. Bob knows it's edible. Call me a last girl. Now I'm incredible. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Paul, what was your number five? Okay, so I want to I want to start this by saying that my five stars go down to number nine. Of course, so I yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I'm I'm mad at myself that it's not more. You're right. <laughs> um, so uh, my number five is Wally, which I think is beautiful and incredible, and uh, I really need to buy in that Criterion because I want it and mm-hmm. want to watch this movie all the time because of how much storytelling they get done with with so little dialogue right it's gorgeous what a gorgeous film it is 
All right. Well, Paul, thank you. And Zach, number four. Well, Paul just mentioned all the reasons why Wally is my number four. It's uh, so much emotion, too, with so little dialogue. I mean, just little sounds and and robot movements. But <laughs> it's all yeah. there. And, and it's so smart and relevant. And more so as time passes, it feels like. Unfortunately. Yeah. So, yeah. Jonathan. Yeah. Well, just so you know, I had Wally at my number seven. Uh, that was my first barrier movie, I think. So okay. you had you had to beat you had to beat Wally to to move forward. So, um, but my number four ended up being Spirited Away. Nice. Um, fucking Miyazaki at its uh, best. Um, if Howl's Moving Castle though would have been actually one, that probably would have beat Spirited Away. But it is what it is. Um, yeah, it's a gorgeous fucking film that I'm sure is much higher for the both of you. So, Paul, what's your number four? Well, it might not be Spirited Away, but it is a film that carries a lot of the same themes as Spirited Away, and that's Coco. I I love a good journey into fantastical lands, and I think Coco is a reminder that uh, just because history is painted one way doesn't mean that it is that way mm-hmm. and that we should all follow our hearts because our hearts are going to carry us where we need to go. This is a beautiful film. Uh, it's well animated and well written and just gorgeous to look at and uh, has El Santo in it. And I love El Santo. Yes, indeed. Well, Paul keeps setting them up so I can spike them and talking about <laughs> lifting you up and, I guess this one can love lifts us up where we belong. Coco is where I have my number three. Um, yeah, Coco is my number three. It's so dang good. And there's like not a moment wasted. Um, you know, it's been become such a must have to have a little goofy kind of sidekicky character, but even like in Coco, they all end up having a purpose. They're not just there for, um, empty comedic, uh, um, the word comic relief or whatever. Yeah, but Coco's great, and it makes me cry. Me too. Yeah. Jonathan. Well, while uh, Paul puts the ball up and uh, Zach spikes it down, I'm just going to follow you guys and cheer with you as Coco's my number three. Yes. I uh, I, I, I guess I love me a good Mexican isekai. There That's you exactly go. what this is. It, it's <laughs> Maybe uh, you want some alabrejas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's the music for me. Yes. Mm. It's... 100%. I, I, I love the music in this movie. Um, I just nylon strings on a guitar just make me happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that being said, uh, also the just, I don't know if I could really name too many people when it comes to the cast of this film. And I don't think it fucking matters because everybody was perfect. Um, I feel like if, if there weren't big names, and I'm sure there were quite a few of them, uh, a lot of them should be much bigger names. Yeah. Like Gael Garcia Bernal. Yeah. Yeah. I think we got this on the box office game or something, didn't we, Paul? And we didn't, like, yeah. got the kid's name, and we're like, what? Who is that? <laughs> Who's <'Cause>... that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that felt disrespectful. Like, yeah. I'm... Like putting Happy Feet at last. It just wasn't, uh, mm. just as bad on us. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right paul what's your number three 
Uh, well, my number three might not be Coco, but it's a film that shares a lot of themes with Coco. Spirited Away. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. I love Spirited Away so much. And the fact that this, if I were to rank my favorite Miyazaki films, this is like my number five or six Miyazaki. Yeah. <laughs> is is just a testament to how amazing this guy is that he right. makes a five-star film and it's his sixth best movie to me. But the, it's just the problem with them is the fact that I'm just I don't need to be fucking depressed all day. Right. And what's nice is Spirited Away, yeah, it it does have a, a somewhat dark undertone, but it's not as bad as some of the others. And yeah, I mean, most of, even his lighter films kind of have a dark undertone because you know uh, Totoro, their like mother is in the hospital and may or may not be dying, and they don't know. And so it's this like film about change and the scary moments of life and how you deal with those things. And Kiki's delivery service, which is a beautiful and chill film is about the heart, like not horrors, but like the, the the pain and the hardship of growing up. Like there's such chill, relaxed movies, but at their center, it's like, man, there's, there's a, there's a darkness here. (laughs) Very way. It's the same way. You say he's working on the one about death now. Yeah, perhaps his final film. Oh, yeah, God. for his grandchildren. Like, <laughs> pull it out, pull out the death. <laughs> he's like, children, I'm going to die. <laughs> Probably like, a movie soon. about that. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty fucking old. Your dad's a terrible director. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, such a weird man. I love him, uh, but no, uh, everything about this film. That's just, I don't even have words right now. I love this. Yeah. All right. Well, Zach, what's your number two? My number two. And I think I said this on the episode and I'll repeat it again. It's scratching so much at that number one. And as time passes, perhaps it will ascend. But right now I have Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse at my number two. And it's practically perfect. I'm really pumped for the next one. Uh, it comes out a month from now. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's great. It's beautiful. It's bold. It's smart and dumb. Like Paul said, yeah, it, I, I, the first time I saw it, I, I went in with high expectations and it exceeded those. And that doesn't always happen. So it doesn't often happen. Good for it. Indeed. Jonathan. All right. So I got a feeling me and Paul's two and one are the exact same. I think they are. I, I think recall. they are. So I'm going to go ahead and give I my number two. I they're not. Oh. R2, R2 is not the same. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yep. All right. Well, my number two is Big Hero 6. Which which is my number seven. Really? Oh, okay. That shocks me so much. I forgot. I forgot. I love that film. Yeah. <laughs> no, but then again, you have nine at five stars. So it's just, it's fucking out there. You. Yeah, and and honestly, like I have these ranked like this right now, but tomorrow they'll be in a different order, so I don't know. <laughs> that's that's very fair. <laughs> All right, well, Big Hero Six at my number two, I think, is a perfect comic book movie because I think that's what comic book movies should be: is fucking comic books. I I think I should be watching a film that looks and feels like a comic book. I don't need you to make it realistic. I don't need you to make it gritty. I make it a fucking comic book. Yeah. 
and Big Hero 6 does that in spades and makes you cry like a little baby. Mm-hmm. So I'm all about it. Now I want to know what Paul's number two is. Well, I knew my number two wasn't the same as yours because my number two is your number five and it's The Incredibles. That's oh, fair. Yeah. That's oh, fair. yeah. That's fair. I think, like Zach said, it is the title of the movie. It is an incredible film from start to finish. It it in a year that Spider-Man 2 came out vied for my one of my like top five films of the year. It it was rousing, it was exciting. There was so much buildup onto whether or not like it was even any good. And there were a couple of reviewers who were like, well, I guess a two hour superhero film from Pixar is not the thing we want. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I'll see it and see what I think. And it fucking rules. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it has a lot to say about nostalgia and uh, fandom culture. And it's yeah, it's just perfect. It's a perfect film. And I love every second of it. I think it's still one of the best uh, superhero films out there. It is my still my favorite Pixar films. All right. All right, Zach. I got to guess, but I'm going to let you tell us your number one. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can guess. I'm, I'm sure you know. Yeah. No, it's, I know. Yeah. We just want you to say it. Yeah. yeah. I've got Spirited Away at number one. I, um, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's, you know, part of me maybe is uh, holding on to it because it's hand-drawn, too, and, and we didn't get any of that, really. I think it's the only one, right, in, in, of the winners. Um, yes, as far as hand-drawn, yes. And two I did not even think about that. Yeah. Yep. It, two, two, wow. two stop motion. Yeah. It adds a certain extra layer of um, warmth to it. And... Again, that's a film that's been with me for 20 years. Um, and that's why I talk about Into the Spider-Verse. You know, as time passes, it'll it'll furrow its way deeper into my heart and soul. Um, but it's it's gorgeous, and there's moments where it's kind of scary, moments where it's kind of gross, but <laughs> the music's so good, and the characters are so good, and, and we see real growth, too, in the characters. Mm-hmm. And... I just love it, and my boys all sat through it this time, and and experiencing that too just kind of warmed me even more to it. So, Spirit Away, number one. All right. Um, well, my number one Spider Man. Yeah, my number one Spider Man. Yeah, because it's perfect. Mm-hmm. It, you know everything so I said about Big Hero Six. The exact same thing could be said about Spider Man and more. Mm-hmm. I, I think the second that I saw this win this Academy Award, I knew this was my number one in the category, and it took me doing this podcast to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking good. There is nothing wrong with it. And every time I watch it, I just fall deeper and deeper in love with every minute detail that's hiding in every corner. They they had a great time making this movie, and I had an even better time watching it. Hmm. Yep, yep. And we're going to get Spider-Man Noir, and yes. that makes me happy. Yes. In fact, yeah, I'd be happy with every Spider-Man spinoff from this movie. Uh, I also uh, want a whole series about the T-Rex Spider-Man that's in across the Spider-Verse. Yes. That's yes. Cool. <laughs> but yes. Yes. Penny Parker, give her a movie. Fucking Spider-Ham, give him a movie. Uh, especially after watching John Mulaney's Baby J. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at our list here. We've got, we've all got four of the same movies in the top five. Yep. 
yep. Iron Man, Incredible, Spirit Away, and Coco. Um, Spider Man wins with uh with you two, and then me having it number two. I'm yeah, not yeah. bad at it. I'm nope. happy at it. Yeah. Uh, any you could tell me anything in this top five mm-hmm. was our consensus number one, and I'll be like, okay, yeah, great. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Even your guys's picks, it's like Big Hero Six might be down at my my Big Hero Seven, but uh, <laughs> it's, it, it's my number eight. So it, it, you could have told me that was number one, and I'd be like, "Yep, sounds great. I love this." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this category was a lot of fun, and it was you know, I was watching a lot of stuff that I'd seen before, which was fine. It was mm-hmm. nice. It was kind of a mm-hmm. palate cleanser. Not that yeah, I was, needed one, but it was it was nice to get to spend so many weeks just enjoying great film with my children as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, watching these things like really emphasized like how bad the Mario movie was. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't mean to bring that up. Um, but no, it 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 like week after week of just watching four to five great animated films and mm-hmm. just reminds me how how disrespected and underappreciated this category is yeah even yep. at the award ceremony this year it, it didn't really hit me at the moment when they came up to present and they talked about it being you know still like oh these movies have meant so much to kids it's like well it, it's more than kids yeah well and if you especially look at the fact that i mean more often than not there's at least one or two more adult-oriented films generally foreign films yeah mainly but... french fucking Weird French movies, Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah. I, I have a question. Also, those French movies are are not as weird as you're making them out to be. Yeah, you know, I talked Cat about it. Fair. Cat in Paris is very cut and dry. It was <laughs> only an hour long. I know the way I describe the Red Turtle is it has no no dialogue and and stuff, but it, it's all just expressive through the movements and the emotions shown on the characters' faces and stuff. It, it's sure. it's just made universal, not not so weird necessarily but i did have a question um what was somebody's favorite first time discovery doing this if you watch something new oh let me let me bring i've I've got a few i I think for me it'd just be the irish uh folklore films yeah ones that i've been meaning to fucking watch for the longest time and this was really the push to do that so yeah for sure i um yeah song of the sea and wolf walkers were first time watches for me I'd seen Secret of Kells, but um, God, they're so good. They are really good. I mentioned that Red Turtle. I really did like My Life as a Courgette or Zucchini. Yeah. And then Persepolis and Flea. The more I thought about it, looking back, they're very like kind of parallel films talking about the kind of refugee experience. Yeah. They were good. So there we go. I'm naming the foreign ones, the adult ones, but. They, they were my first time watches for those, and yeah, I think that shook me. I think a lot of my first time watches were also the foreign ones that I just couldn't get a hold of before I before the uh, before the category. I really Murai was fine. Mm. Uh, I didn't like Loving Vincent. Breadwinner was good. Mm. Breadwinner was really good. It was the only cartoon saloon film I didn't see before. The, I mean, here I really like when still, Marnie was. Oh, go on. Oh, I still need to watch Breadwinner. I'm writing that down again. Mm. Uh, I, I really liked when Marnie was there. Uh, I loved Ernest and Celestine. I, that's one I didn't get to watch, and mm-hmm. one that again, Jonathan, not not as weird as it sounds. It's French, but it's just a bear yeah. and a mouse living yeah. together, and it's sure. cute. There is an English dub available if you want, <laughs> and and the English dub has Forrest Whitaker. 
Oh, no. yeah. nice. So you don't have to see the back of his neck. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I like Cat in Paris. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to watch Chico and Rita, and I was very sad about that. Right. Uh, okay. Everything in the in the aughts I saw before. So nice. Yeah. I think my biggest one is uh, the film that had it won, which it should have won, would have been my number one, and that was uh, Mitchell versus Machines. Oh yeah. Um, the fact that that movie took so long for me to finally fucking watch it and realize that for some strange reason. Uh, a group of people made a movie for me specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> bugs me that we're not having it on this list. Yeah, um, it's bothersome. We're giving it its flowers, and I'm glad you got to see it finally. Yes, indeed. Yeah. All right. Well, that puts a bow on some pretty bow on things. Well, let's go ahead and do some Disney shit, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where'd you because go? Because I was muted. Yeah. Um, so that's something we need to talk about. Um, so we, we talk about, you, you, you brought up the fact that there was only one hand drawn movie out of all of these and it, it's because of Disney largely, yeah. um, because yeah. I mean, let's see Zootopia. That wasn't Pixar. Was it? No, that's Disney. Animation. No, that was, yeah. Yeah. That, that was Disney. The, yeah, Disney it was animation. The, it was Disney okay, animation so, studios. So we got Zootopia up soul. Encanto, Toy Story 3, Finding Nemo, Ratatouille, Brave, Toy Story 4, Frozen, Wall-E, Inside Out, Coco. Yeah, so that's 11 of the 22. My count is right. Just 11? No, it seems well. Okay, one. I might have missed uh, one or two. Okay, let's do the ones that, that aren't. Shrek. Spirited Away is kind of a tough one because Spirited Away was being pushed by Disney because they had the American distribution, uh, distribution during that time. Mm. So it's hard for me to count it as separate, but I'm going to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shrek, Spirited Away, uh, Wallace and Gromit, Happy Feet, Rango. So that's five. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. That's only seven. So I, I I miscounted. So that's fifteen Disney movies. Yeah, yeah. Which fifteen just, of twenty-two. Which just goes to show you. I mean, granted, a lot of these are really good. There's at least five I think of right away that shouldn't have won. At least, at least, yeah. And it just makes me feel like this is a brush away vote. Like it's just something where somebody goes, "Oh, look, I know that name." Click. I mean, the, a lot of the big problem with Oscar voting. So when it comes to the categories, they are voted on by people in the industry who are in those categories. Mm. Mm. So the nominees come from animators or whomever that is in the in the academy. But when it comes to voting, everybody gets to vote. And the big problem with the animated section specifically is you read these like magazine articles all the time where they, they talk to anonymous Academy voters and they'll get to like the animated feature. Like, so what do you think you're going to pick for animated feature? They'll go, I don't know. My kid likes frozen. That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. inane. Yeah. It's like, insulting. You're, I, I, I get that you're probably someone in the industry that works. Mm. Not, not everybody. Cause uh, I remember when uh, Will Robinson, Bill Mooney, 
that kick was getting like ousted from the academy because he hadn't been active in uh filmmaking and he threw a big bitch tantrum over it and uh He's just like, oh, I did movies with Elvis. You can't kick me out of the academy. Look, like, bitch, go make a movie. <laughs> Living off your daughter for all those years. I don't care if she was in Lilo and Stitch. Uh-huh. Yes, you do. Uh, I do. <laughs> the fact that I know that off the top of my head just shows that I, I do <laughs> care. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so so it's people like that who don't like you got you got time what are you doing besides living off your residuals like mm-hmm. watch these movies yeah if you care so much about the fucking industry and you care about being an academy voter watch the goddamn movies yeah. right like right like you're getting sent screeners aren't you yeah you get these <laughs> things for free we pay for these movies and people like me do everything i can to see every single movie every year mm-hmm. and i don't make it because I actually, you know, I have a life and a job and children, and I'm not living off of lost in space residuals. <laughs> yeah, and and that one episode of Twilight's done. Thanks. <laughs> I, I really didn't mean to throw Bill Moomy under the bus. He's just the one I remember that right. because it it kind of broke my heart. I was like, "Fuck, man, you you were a huge part of my childhood and like a child actor that." I wanted to be because I wanted to be a child actor and you're, you're just going to throw this tantrum. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it sucks. It sucks that this category is just so like, Oh, there's another toy story film out. Okay. Well, let's give that. We like toy story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I love toy story, but watch the movies. <laughs> right. Well, all right. Well, this is the end of the category. This is beautiful friend. <laughs> the end. Um, so we've got a new category. Paul, you're king of the podcast. Oh, that's right. I am. <laughs> you are again. Well, don't you know it? <laughs> so what are we going to do? What are we doing next? Okay. Well, uh, we spent, we spent a real short time on this category and I, I'm going to miss it. And I loved it. And mm-hmm. I, I wish it was longer. I, I wish we were watching more animated films. But um, unfortunately, there we have covered all the animated films that have won Academy Awards that aren't like best song. So yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll come back next year. But but we're gonna move on. And we're gonna do the best original screenplay. Oh yeah, nice. eighty-two is, weeks. <laughs> eighty-two weeks. <laughs> no, that's not eighty-two because we don't do the twenties or any of the thirties. So oh, oh you're eighty-two. Right. No, 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 that that'd yeah. be ninety-five. Um, yeah. yeah. Something like that. So, uh, yeah. So, strap in for a long one. It's kind of... <laughs> God damn it. I, it was, I, I, I felt it as I said it. I just made it worse. Yep. It was coming out of my mouth. Uh, just a long one coming out of my mouth. Oh, goodness. Okay. So, um, yeah. Uh, this is going to be an interesting category it's going to get bumpy and controversial at times yep yeah i think we're covering three of three. them this time. <laughs> <Help>. <laughs> by the way Including paul Andy, actually yeah. and i feel like i do want to make this public paul actually asked me if it was okay because there's going to be some more <laughs> yeah so it's 
specifically, I said, Jonathan, we got Woody Allen coming up and we got this. I will pick a different category if you want. So I said, you only have yourself to blame at this point. <laughs> so you're the king. You get to pick. I will power through. Yeah, at least we're all spaced out by about 10 weeks. I think, it, well, the yeah. second one's like 20 weeks, but yeah, third one. But, but I, I want to be a fair and just king. Yeah. And I, I didn't want people like, I believe every category we're going to end up watching movies that nobody wants to watch. But mm-hmm. at least going into this one, I wanted it to be known mm-hmm. that I'm not going to force you to watch these three films if you absolutely didn't want to do this category. <laughs> That's and I appreciate you thinking about me, but That's I good will, of you cuz I, I will power through. If I'd won, it would have been my category and I wouldn't have given you the choice. <laughs> All nice. is just. I'd like to think one day when I'm king, but th- that day will never come. <laughs> I'll be first against the wall. Uh, make you get bitches oh. watch best special effects and it's going to be nothing but just huh? Oh god, that's actually a good idea. That is one hundred percent mine because we are just gonna watch some god awful movies and I love it. Oh yeah. I'll say, I'll say yeah. it was in my top five. Hey, mm. hey. Uh I don't I don't want to give away what my my other number one was just in yeah. case just in case uh we're we're gonna have to figure out something to do with King of the Podcast next year because we'll still be doing this category throughout next year. Oh yeah. Like, uh, next King of the Podcast uh decides Big Willie Weekend. Oh, because we've already decided this year, right? Yes, because this year is going to be after Earth. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or as many affectionately call it, afterbirth. Yes. Because that, that's usually something we decide because we keep bringing up a, a specific Will Smith movie entirely too often, in like a couple weeks span for some reason. <laughs> so I'm going to watch every 2020, uh, yeah, every 2023 movie this year. I'm going to, I'm going to get the numbers. I'm going to talk to some bookies, a few guys. I'm going to be king of the podcast so we can watch bright next year. Okay. Right. So that's going to happen. That's going to happen. Okay. Look at me. I'm the king of the podcast now. <laughs> well, not now. Not now. But I will be. Got a, got a few more months for that. That's right. Mm. All right. Well, I think that is where we are going to call it here, guys. Thank you very much for enjoying our best animated feature. My name is Jonathan Pierce. You can find me on the Twitter, the Twitch, the TikToks, and at Letterboxd, where I am posting all of our the list for the films that we're talking about. Uh, I didn't watch anything except first season of Barry this week. And then I watched D&D Hat again. So, uh, Barry, I'm going to keep watching. And then uh, thank you for not calling me Jonathan for the last couple of weeks. Jonathan! So. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, where can we find you? You can find me on Quitaker, Zach Master, X-A-K-K-M-A-S-T-E-R, TikTok House Havoc, Letterboxd by Search of My Name. And I think I should be finishing Barry's first season this week. Yeah, haven't watched anything else. I took it easy this week, the nice. recap. Paul! Uh, you can follow me at Shark Dress Men on TikTok, where Joseph Tappy and I are covering all sorts of shark-related content. You can follow me at Father of the Fear across Twitter and Letterboxd, where I keep a running tally of all the films I watch. I only watched a couple of new films since last we talked. Uh, the first one was Sisu, which is a Finnish-produced uh, film about a gold prospector killing a bunch of Nazis. Oh, well, that sounds awesome. Uh, uh, 
uh, Nazi, uh, this dude threw a landmine at a Nazi's head and they exploded a Nazi and it's the best. You <laughs> sure just so sold good. a ticket. <laughs> how, yeah, do you, you how do you spell that? Or I may have S- S-I-S-U. C-S-U. Okay. S-I-S-U. Okay. And it's awesome. Cool. Just awesome. Uh, the other thing I watched was the uh, the new D-Pom, uh, Peter Pan and Wendy. Oh, okay. Directed okay. by David Lowry. I vibed with it. Yeah. I had a good time. Cool. Fair enough. I, I think it does enough to uh, warrant enough to warrant to justify the fact that they that you know they're gonna call it a remake and it's Peter Pan like as if yeah. as if we haven't been remaking Peter Pan every couple of years <laughs> for the last sixty years anyway so um, yeah it was just Disney's turn and they got David Lowry to do it who's an amazing filmmaker and this is a yeah. beautiful looking film uh, Jude Law's having a great time in it. The, uh, the young man who plays Peter Pan is great. Uh, cool. he's, Sri, he's Sri Lankan and is an incredible actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I just had a fun time. Uh, absolutely suggest this to anybody. Like, uh, you can listen to people have boring tastes or you can watch this movie. Cool. All right. So, yeah. So, Zach, <clears throat> what is first on the docket in the best original screenplay category? We're going back to 1940 for The Great McGinty. And you'll have to sail the seas for this one because it's not streaming anywhere right now. Oh, yes. So it's uh, not streaming at all. There's I couldn't find any. You couldn't rent it anywhere? No, I didn't even see that. Blockbuster. Oh, <laughs> so uh, we might uh, we might be uh, Captain Hook in it here. Yee! Speaking of Peter Pan and Wendy. So <laughs> yar me mateys. Yar. Uh, yar. From, from, from the sea beast, they don't say yar as much. Yeah, indeed. They do say by thunder. By thunder. So with that, we'd like to thank Trav from our sister podcast, Loving Up and Benjamin Banks, for producing our show. We'd like to thank Chad Ramsey for our most excellent theme song. We'd like to thank Megan at J Bellevue for our beautiful artwork. Megan Bellevue, best blocker. I believe is what uh, the MVP she blocker. I think is what she got nice. MVP blocker. So yeah, so good for her. Uh, and, and she's doing the derbies up in Connecticut and apparently, apparently kicking all the ass. Apparently. Yeah. So good for her. Proud of you. Uh, but with that, you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Alex Gorsi pod and on Facebook at the Alex Gorsi podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a nice five-star review on Apple podcast, Stitch or Spotify. It really helps us to be seen in the all. Almighty algorithm. Almighty algorithm. Oh my god. <laughs> five stars. Give us five stars. Like all the films we talked about in our top five and beyond that. So shout out Spider Man into the Spider Verse and Poo Poo on Zootopia. Zootopia. <laughs> uh, got him. So for Jonathan, Zach, and. Uh, Walt Disney, who never got to win this Academy Award on top of his 22 other Academy Awards. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. We would like for you all to have a damn fine day.